Okay, the copy you have in front of you. Tonight we get to the long-awaited discussion on the Begadim. We touched upon Yom because we didn't do it yet. That's going to come after the suits and the kapotas, which we're going to start tonight. Uh, of course, I got a few communications today about the various menhagim of the galachim, where they wear it in their service, they don't. And after reading all the articles, it was still inconclusive. It seems they definitely wear it in the service, but they also walk around like that. Um, which doesn't really prove... I mean, it can't come out. It's also for us to wear yarmulkes, but not the minigas we do. So uh, that's why I felt that it's probably not just a din where they use it in their service, which would create a problem, suddenly according to the gun. Uh, they seem to walk around like that also. And um, the Pashas Namakar is, uh, is a reminder of Kosh even though some of the articles I quoted wanted to dispute that, and they say it's not the same as the Jewish Yamaka, but whatever. It doesn't make difference enough to Darshan there in Hagen. The Pashas is, I think you sent me one on a different issue about the religious aspects of Thanksgiving, which, uh, as I mentioned, those who ask are categorically, Victor Miller was raving, or a footner also. They held it was also as a religious holiday. There's nothing to discuss. Ramesha, compared to them, was the Mako that even discussed it. Uh, so there is a tzad like that, but there is a separation of church and state. So therefore, if it passed, it probably, that's a, a little bit of a riot that they wanted it to be secular-based. And today, it's certainly, uh, was that in the email you sent me where somebody sent out from one of our very fine universities in New York that you shouldn't, um, they sound like very angry liberals, was that you sent that to me? They said uh, it was sent out by one of the, I mean, go figure, in New York, they got all these, uh, one of the Ivy League uh, uh, universities, and they said that uh, this week is Turkey Week, and there's nothing much to be thankful about, but have a nice vacation anyway. <laughs> Which is, sounds like somebody's upset they lost the election or something like oh. that. Uh, you know, so uh, so uh, even though the people who are keeping it were religious, and as I read Abraham Lincoln did uh, want to thank God, but that, that's the same God we're thanking, that we discussed uh, last week. So let's begin the clothing. I'm beginning uh, with Ramesha's tshuva on the matter, and you'll say, well, uh, Ramesha, I can't even say had a Litvish bend. He was a Litvak. He's a Russian, but uh, he, he's trying to miyashiv. It's not because we came from. He's trying to miyashiv the minig, and the fact, and I'll say this disclaimer uh, now, the fact that uh, the Chassidim are machmer is a wonderful Indian, uh, another hedge against assimilation. It's Gavaldi. Nobody has a bad word to say about that. Ramesha here is coming to Miyash of Dominican America that most people, uh, even and his particular truth, it's fascinating, is people who came from very strong Haimisha background in Poland or in Hungary who had dropped them and hugged them, their parents and grandparents were doing in Europe. And Ramesha comes to Miyashiv that, and to Miyashiv the meaning of most from Americans that are dressed in suits and ties and shirts and pants that were manufactured by Goyim for the rest of the world, most, most of which the consumers, 98% of them, were Goyim. So, why is that not Chukasakov? So, this is a pretty important uh, chuva for this of you. Uh, we sort of know before you start reading the chuva, well, there's got to be some Yishuv because everybody's doing it. But it's important to know, now that we're in the sugya, what exactly is the issue of if any. So Ramesha starts on page one. The title of the Davram Avushim Shemedina Zu, Mieshash Isim Avushim Nochem Avam Lakan, the Poland Emershai Lelevshin. Is there a shash of Isser of Hukosayim? And certainly the ones who came from Poland or Hungary or wherever they came from, there, was, there were Sidim in Russia also, but not as many. 
Uh, and um, they, this particular one was asked about uh, somebody that came from Poland. And the way he frames the question is very fascinating. So we're going to do this carefully as we try to do everything to try to show you what Ramesh is trying to bavar and what the Diyukimar. <coughs> In this country, seems to be the Jews and the Goyim seem to be dressed the same. By the way, that's not new to America. In Eastern Europe, it wasn't often the case, although often it was. Chavis Chaim wore a plain clothesman worker's cap. Uh, nothing rabbinic about that cap. I think the Goyim also wore that cap. Uh, and uh, did he wear long? That famous picture that came out a couple of years ago. He was wearing long? I don't remember. It's not long. Whatever. But there are people in Europe who wore short jackets and caps also. In Germany and Western Europe, it was very pronounced. The average, when we get to the Sugiya Yamakas, the average Yekashiyid was dressed very well, very orderly, very neat and clean, and uh, was dressed probably stylish also. You look at the old pictures of um, Slobodka. The, the hats, uh, yeah, I was going to get to that, but I didn't want to, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> thank you. Uh, I, I know that, remind me when we get to the Yamaka part, yeah. Uh, he was just, the, the Yaki on the, uh, on the right hand of the room there was uh, pointing to me that they often weren't wearing Yamakas either, uh, which is true. Uh, either were many Sephardim, uh, for that matter. Uh, and they're wearing, in the Sephardim country, wearing more Arabic garb. It says not, shouldn't think, well, Moshe's writing a tshuva for all the Mechilim in America, what are we going to do? Moshe's writing it in America because people came to America and they came often right after the war or before the war when they were immigrants and they were not wearing what they were wearing in Europe. And that's obviously uh, an issue besides the switch, the chukasem shaylo. So shaylo, why do I switch the minute? And Moshe's going to deal with both. So this is, uh, this is important. Uh, so it's not, what I'm just pointing out historically, it's not a shaylo that began in America. Germany for a long time, and there were Darius uh, from a Yidden, to the thanks of Shamshel uh, Hirsch and Arthur Gedalim, who uh, survived with their Frumkite intact, and they were dressed uh, in suits and ties. And again, you look even in Slobodka, was in Slobodka, uh, Kovna, that's in Lithuania. I'm from that city uh, myself, many Darius ago. We're from Kovna, and there was a big city, and it was in Eastern Europe, and the Yeshiva Bachum were dressed, and, and the altar was Machbed, they dressed uh, neatly, and uh, they didn't have a tie. They didn't. They were mocked by the Dafka wear uh, but they were wearing suits. They were wearing interesting. All the hats were white or gray, uh, and we're not looking to bring that back. I'm just saying that's my sister. You see the pictures. My sister, Kaifaya, and they're wearing often ties and uh, neckties or whatever. They, and um, that was produced by Gaim, and most of the consumers were Gaim, but there were also Jews. So that's an important thing to be miyashiv. I'm actually just putting it in the context of America because of the Shini and Minig issue. So again, Binyan Malvushan Mizusha ain't Hilly Benny Solmanachem in Machia, Mene Poland, Shabalapod, Gamal Oldin Mehembapod, the Etzichalot saying the children and grandchildren, Lublish, Isam Malvushim Shinagin, the Poland, Mitzara Isam Lushinachem, Asha Avkvarshina, Moshe says, and don't tell me, well, it's not a Shaila anymore, but the father already switched. He's walking around with a jack and a tie and clean shaven, so therefore it's not a Shaila anymore. He says, that's not true. If it were Usser, he switched by a certain, you'd have to switch back. So he says, that's not the answer. Everybody, even Yeri Shemayim, seems to be a mekel. What is the basis of the kulam? Which we know already. Well, Baruch Marik says there is no din you can't wear clothing that the Goyim are also wearing. Rak and Levisha Hanachem, who preaches, the only answer is if either preaches or Deragaiva, 
or in your face, or showy, which part of the guy on the pretzes, the Yisraelim and Higushololoshim, and the Jews had a minute dafka not to wear that style of clothing because it was Gaiush because of the pretzes and the Gaivadika overtone. And we're going to get back to later the very end of the Chuba, why you need that second tonight that, that you didn't already decided not to wear it. How about if it's new and they started wearing it? Iser, we're going to get back to that. It's an important deed, but not for now. Yesh Iser, that's the Iser Chukosayim. As well, if there's a strange type of clothing or you know the green and the other things, and you ask them why they're doing it and they can't explain it. Why you're wearing it? I was trying to copy them. Why else would you do this strange thing? So that's also Asur. Even if we didn't have a minute not to wear it, that's already an Isser to start wearing it. Which we saw the in already. Rama said by the second problem, where you don't know what the reason is, we're even more concerned that if you don't know the reason, it might be rooted in. So that's the famous Ramah we know, and it's not even told in the Machlekes of Tesis we discussed last night and the night before. And it's clear, Ramesha says in this Ramah, that if it's conservative looking and it's not wild and there's nothing strange about it that you can't explain, and they're just manufacturing clothing. Now, you can argue. Um, I try not to uh, spend much time researching these things, so whenever I throw these out, they usually depend on the people who are listening to tell me, but you can argue that Tyus, if you didn't live here and you've landed from Mars, you might wonder what an odd thing. Why would a guy put in a tie to make himself almost choking uh, around his neck? Like, what for? You could say, well, that's a strange thing. The answer is, well, it's not pretty stick. Unless it's loud red, even that, it's, the red doesn't... You're wearing... Everything else can serve you, that's a red in your tie. It's not the end of the world. Uh, it's not uh, ultra-loud. It's not... Uh, unless you're wearing one of these funny things, but they only wear them on perm. And it's not pre-existing. So you'll say, well, it's very strange. Maybe it's rude in Avodah Nobody has that taina. Why? Because you could probably research where the ties came from, and um, they wanted something to wear as an added dress item on a special occasion. So, you know, again, I'm, I'm going to get five emails on this tomorrow, but, uh, you know, it, it's... Pasha says it's mutter. No one has that taina, because it doesn't fit into any of the problematic areas in the Marik. Say, well, the guy invented it, so Amesha says, so what? And he's going to mention this in the second page, turn it over. In Cain, I bracketed the area I want to focus on, but the first paragraph, about eight lines down, nine lines down. In Cain, Poshut, She'ein shun shemetz iser b'stam b'gadam sh'loshim medina zu. There's no even shemetz of an iser. Af she'gam anachim lo'ishim g'adamei l'midim l'bushin ochim de'ein b'em sh'ah shemetz ha'bazar v'nichosh gam lo'o davar tamu'a el l'noi g'dayin l'noi. Tai, tai is l'noi. And they have certain styles. They put buttons. I don't know. I remember once hearing uh, decades ago there was some legend behind the buttons in the shirt that Napoleon's army, he didn't want the soldiers to move and they didn't have handkerchiefs or whatever, so he wanted to keep their... Wherever it came from, if that's what a fancy shirt is and you have cufflings and that makes it fancier, it's not Rudin Avodazar, it's not Pritzisdik. If it's not too fleshy, and then Mamei Lutz Mutter. Fagam Ramesha says, next paragraph, Belayze, ain't shayach esam abushe nochrim, da kamat... It's a very fascinating story. The Jews wear it, and Jews are consumers also. 
and the producers are producing it for all the consumers there. Who said they're Goyesha? It's a, it's a title of a Goyesha clothing, and then we're copying them. They made it for all consumers, and Jews are consumers also. It wasn't only for Goyim. It's not like we picked it up afterwards. That's Rabbi Shashita. He says that doesn't make it Now you'll say, well, uh, there are guys who are in, in France who are making, first of all, a lot of them are Jewish. They make a lot of money, they're laughing all the way to the bank, and they keep making the ties like this, like this, and all of a sudden they get fat again, and then they go in, and they do that with hats and brims. And uh, I tell you, when, when I just got a hat uh, for Aryeh, I, I, I told uh, when they got home, I said, you should get your money back, half your money back. They're missing half the material. So I'm just not used to it. So it goes, and why they do that? It was good, they're not fixing anything. They've got to keep selling hats and ties, so they keep changing it. That's a bit of a mishagas, and I think if you want to save money, you could just keep your double-breasted suit and just wait till it comes back in style, which I try to do, and I, I don't get away with it for that many years, but uh, it's just a way of making money, that's all. It doesn't mean you say, why should some, some guy in Paris, probably not a guy, probably a lot of these names that sound a little Jewish, and uh, somebody's trying to make money, okay. What does that have to do with, uh, well, you have to be so in style, you're copying the guy. There's no chiv to be out of style. That's what Mesh is worth. If you buy what consumers are buying. Now, is there a hither not to run every time you heard from your Shrigger's uh, sister-in-law that something's coming in style? It's certainly a hither not to run after, not to look at the magazines anyway, they're all preacher-stick, and find out what the next thing in Paris is, you could be the first one wearing it. That's true. There's no hither in doing that, there's a hither in not doing that. But uh, if Lamaisi get into the season, and that's what, uh, that's how big the brim is, that's how big the tie is. So then Ramesha says that's made for consumers and Jews are consumers. So he doesn't have uh, an issue with it. Uh, again, assuming it's conservative and not uh, preachistic. Continue in the next paragraph. Im Kane. Av Elu Shabani Pon Lakan Mashain Liz Labish Bagodim Shalashim Bakan. Kivan Shain is a klal, no iser, Vagam Haloy Nakshwil Hushanochum Klal, because they made it for everybody. Aray <coughs> now, Ramesha deals with the minute. In Poland, they wore more Heimischer looking things and they did not look like the Goyim. And now he's changing. So Ramesha says, no, what's the din if you go and you wear a certain style of the Yidden in one town and wherever the Yidden wore it in that town, you talk about by the style of wherever the Yidden wore it. And now you're in a place where wherever the Yidden are not doing that. So then you can change if you don't plan on going back. That's also Gim Sochem. You give him the Chumri and Makam Shalacholashem. If you're going back and you've got to keep all... He's staying here. He came to America. He went to Ellis Island and he's here. He's not going back. So Amesha says, you're not Mechayiv anymore. Shein Shaiva says, Shum Chashisa. Shabitya Makam Shabom Shalom Yilaiza Zahir Sisirin. Even though the reason they're wearing longer Begadim and different Begadim is for an extra Chumri, which everybody's made there. It's a very nice hedge against assimilation. The reason they did is they wanted the Jews to look different and they didn't want to be a part of that. And that's wonderful. And even as extra zahiris, come on, mekayim shalosha, la big day meshim, mitzach shashatnis, o shalosha begadam aruchim, shulitzni yisaseira, kibig day timid chachamim, kibig day timid chachamim, kibig day timid chachamim, kibig day timid chachamim, since right now, not, there's no isaradover, who balish takea khan, and he's here for good. Not going back to Europe. Ain't dait alach, sir, rashai linak, afka kule, amakam shabalashom, kadisab shachanach yerdea. You could take on the new menhagim of where you are, ubashacham bagadavram, even if you come from a town where everybody in the town or everybody in the town did it the other way, the Chumadikal way. Now, what happens, I'm just going to deal with it right now, what happens if all those people from that town came here now? 
So Amesha says, well, it depends. Did they come lock, stock, and barrel, as a Kehila, and move to one place? Or did they come little by little, and you have a klal in the day by bittel, kama, kama, bottle? So you have all shy, you keep dropping milk in, and it's a bottle, bashishim, bottle, bashishim, you keep dropping it in. And all of a sudden, if you add everything up, it's not bottle. So shy, lachai, veneer. But there's a concept called kama, kama, bottle. Amesha's going to use it, not spelling out that lushan exactly. And even, this is interesting, Surprise to a lot of people. And if it was not the clear meaning of the city, just his parents, you would think. Most people think, I'll teach the story, you've got to keep your parents' meaning. Uh, you've got to be careful how you say this over because you don't want to aggravate your parents either. But Moshe says the meaning of the, Chavaziera says this, the meaning of the parents is not following the meaning of the parents, following the meaning of Mokum, which is you follow the meaning of your parents because they're following the meaning of the town. So if your parents are just doing a chumrah back in Poland, but that wasn't even the meaning of the town, even if the whole town came here, but there's still only 23% of the people keeping it like they kept it at home. So you're not even mechayiv to keep that. That's a, Chavaz Yara says that. Now, I wouldn't advise it, because if they're keeping it, it's probably a nice hither. Why start up with them and aggravate them? But that's very nogea. There were people who came whose grandfathers were Shreimah, and the father came here to America, and he's wearing a gaitel, and he still says, um, and doesn't need Kanadaluch or whatever the other minig whatever minhadim he kept. And then the son doesn't want to wear a gaitel. This has happened many husbands say, is the son Mukhuyiv to wear a gaitel? So my first answer is it's a nice hither, it's a nice chumrah, why start up with your father? And then after that they say, well, but besides the Hilkh's Kibnovaim, uh Misad Min Hagim is there, it's a funny answer, but so Chavez Yara, Meshadat the quote, says, No, if that wasn't the minig of the town, clearly, which maybe it was, but if it wasn't, technically you're not Mukhuyiv. Which explains, and this is done all the time. There are people who davenus as fired for a few generations, and they went to yeshivas, and they davenus rashas. They switched, or vice versa. So how can you switch? Your father keeps something else. The answer is that don't start up with him, and it'd be nice if you give him the nachas to keep the minig. But lamaisa, you look around in America, we're now three deiris in, and then uh, many people are not, and many good people, many benetayr, and and I know where they stand from, and they. And I, uh, I met the uh, grandfather, and he was wearing a strimal, and then they told me he put on the strimal five years ago, but it's fine. It doesn't make a difference, even if he's wearing it from, from 80 years ago. It's a nice thing to keep up the Maseira, and it's very important for other Hashkafa reasons, but if you can't, Ramesha says, the Chavaz says, you can't flag him on this, this pride of Altitish Tarisimecha, which he quotes over here. Ah, but if the town came and right of the people are now here, let's say Rav survived, which unfortunately wasn't the case often. A Rav came in the 1920s. That's if the Rav of the town comes and they set up a Mokom, a Bobo, a Mixus, if they came in a trickle. So then they weren't keeping this, but they didn't have their own independent kehillah, and they got mixed up with everybody else who wasn't keeping it. Well, yes, Rushuv, even if it ends up being a roiv, it doesn't make hamasar af, shenitaisfu b'meshach hayamim ashiyei roiv. Amesha says, once it unraveled, even if they become the roiv, they're not mechit to take on the minute again. Often they will, which is nice. But we're talking about the chiyuv. Raya mechav is yarasham. And he says, this thing Raya from the chav is listen to his case. They had a pogrom, that's what I'm guessing, and everybody ran from the town. And then they came back. So some held, so Shaila is they have to keep all of them and hug them in the town. They came back to the same place. 
So some held They said, ah, they didn't think they were ever coming back, and yet they came back and they rebuilt the city. But so those who wanted kinda the chumras are gone, we can stop from scratch and pick up a different nusach. That's what they asked the Chavazir. And he says, uh, even though it, they came back and they came back in this generation, they came back uh, shortly afterwards and they were surprised. They built it over. So they wanted a taina, they don't have to keep the old men hug him. And the Chavaz Yad disagreed. He said, no, if it's the same generation and you guys came back and it's the same place, you got to keep the same men hug him. Then it didn't unravel. However, he's going to make a diak. He says that Tzibur never has Yish. In the back of their mind, they know they're going to try to come back, and they did come back. It's the same tzibur. Once the chiv is nostalgic, if they came as individuals, the chiv doesn't come on again. This is a surprise to a lot of people. The Chavaz says this, not Ramesh's Chiddush. Suddenly they came to New York, they joined some other Kehillah, and even if they regrouped 30 years later, they would say, hey, we have so many people from this town, why don't we go back and make our own Kehillah? Technically, again, they want to take it on, it's wonderful. Technically, they're not mechuyiv. Ashin tefillah mixes, mixes, ashinasa roiv, because it's a similar sphere of kama, kama, bottle. So this is, now again, the gilas that did it, there were many, many groups of chassidim uh, from different places, and they taka, some group right afterwards, and taka roiv came, but that was rare. Often they just, uh, there were survivors, there was a little bit, a little bit there, and then they built it up over time, so that would be a shiloh. Did they have to? They wanted to, and it was a good thing, and it helped them uh, survive uh, America. It's Gavaldic. Shaila is Did anyone? What? Did anyone come as a group to the Chiv? The Ekis came, right? Is that correct? Sort of? But that Ramesh, if they ended up here, if you turned around 10 years later and you goes, hey, we got a lot of people from the Altaheim, that, that wouldn't create a Chiv. Again, if you want to keep it, it's a good idea. Yekis are very strong in the Mahogam, so we're all from the people in, in a way. But we have so many thousands, but tens of thousands of people, now hundreds of thousands, even more, who, if you go back, Lamaisa, I always mention this because the history is important, most people who survived the war had a Hamish background. That's why most people walk into a shul, it's rare to find a shul where most of the people are putting on film in the life. Not because the Ramal was less correct. That's the way it looks. People told me that. So obviously, we don't pass like the Ramal, look at the numbers. I said, no, that was Hitler, not the Ramal. Yamach Shemay and Lahavdol of Avdolis. Hungary went to the war in 44. You're going to have a lot more survivors than they did from Hungary and Czechoslovakia. Uh, the Germany also, because they were there, they left earlier because they saw what was going on. And Poland got hit, Kefeluch, and Lithuania, there was Kamata, Mamish, nothing left. Any Litvaks are here. Yeah, any Litvaks are here, myself included, were here way before the war, like 1903 on one side and 1880 on the other side. So, um, which is a real chiddush uh, <laughs> that uh, everybody's, anybody's from, Baruch Hashem. So, and it would, they were just decimated. So you can't bring a riot from the numbers now because that is a recent phenomenon. But what I would, the point I was getting to is you have so many people who come from the Hungary, all these places, they came afterwards, they were happy to be alive, they were from, they were clean-shaven, even though not necessarily in Europe, they were, Baruch Hashem, still from Yidin, and uh, they were wearing short jackets and ties and working in the Shmata industry in uh, Manhattan and making upon us and raising wonderful children. We have a half a class that was like that. So Amesha says, that's not us, sir. That's what his truth was about. This is, this is really the design of the community, certainly here uh, in New York. His last point about the Deacon of Ramah, Mitzvah Shem, we will get to tomorrow night.